Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. In this episode, I'm going to teach you 20 of the most common irregular English verbs that you need to master. Before we get started, I want to make a few things clear. The first thing, this is not a list of all the irregular English verbs in the English language, all right? These are just the most common irregular English verbs that we use on a daily basis. Number two, I also want to talk about the pattern I'll be using when I'm introducing these verbs to you. That pattern is present tense, past tense, and past participle. And you'll see exactly what I mean in just a few seconds. But those are the three verb tenses I'm going to share with you as we look at these irregular verbs. And lastly, and most importantly, do not, do not turn off this podcast. When you finish, go back to scrolling on TikTok or watching your favorite TV series or something like that, all right? You must practice what you learn. If not, you are never going to remember it. So write a bunch of sentences with these new words, uh, record yourself speaking, use these new words with the language exchange partner, whatever you need to do, just Practice. All right. Serious. Practice. All right, my friend. Now, let's get into this episode. Let's not waste any more time. All right. All right. So the first irregular verb on the list is wake up. Wake up. Now, this is a phrasal verb. All right. So it's two words, wake and up. So the present tense, wake up. The past tense, woke up, not waked but woke up. And the past participle is woken up. Okay. And to wake up means to come out of a state of sleep. So first thing in the morning, you stop sleeping. It means you have woken up. Okay. So here's some examples. Present tense. I wake up every morning at 6am, which means every morning I stop sleeping at 6am, but don't say that because it sounds very strange. I stop sleeping. We say I wake up at six in the morning. Past tense. I woke up late today. I woke up late today, which means maybe I was supposed to wake up at 6 a.m., but I actually woke up at 9 a.m., so I woke up late or later than I had planned, okay? 
Now, past participle. When I when I say past participle, just in case you don't know that technical term, just think of like the present perfect or the past perfect. For example, I have woken up every day at the same time. So whenever I say past participle, just think about that verb tense. Like I have seen, I have gone, I have said, I have done, I have woken up. All right, just keep that in mind. All right, next verb on the list is bite. And to bite means to cut, wound, or tear with the teeth. So if you're eating a cheeseburger, for example, and you to tear off a piece with your teeth is to bite. All right, so present tense, bite. For example, she bites her apple in a really weird way. Past tense, bit, not bitted or bited or anything like that. Bit. For example, your dog bit me. Your dog bit me. Right? Past participle. Bitten. Bitten. And really, we wouldn't, when I say we, I mean a lot of people in the United States, we wouldn't really say bitten. All right, we would say bitten. So those two T's, it's hard to describe what the sound actually would be, but the T's become almost silent. So I'm just going to repeat it so you can see what I'm talking about. Bitten. Bitten. For example, that's not true. My dog has never bitten anyone. My dog has never bitten anyone. Now, I know that might be a little difficult to pronounce, but that's probably the most natural way to pronounce words like that, at least here in the United States. So you're going to want to practice that pronunciation and train your ear to recognize it when native speakers are talking to you. All right. Cool. Now, let's move on to the next verb, which is break. Break. And to break something means to smash, split, or divide into parts violently. Now, there are there is more than one definition for this word, depending on the context, but that's the most common and the simplest definition I can give you. Because, to be honest, the focus of this episode is not the definition of each word. You can always look that up in the dictionary in your free time. I'm just trying to help you pra- learn and practice um, the verb tenses of these irregular verbs, okay? So, back to the episode. Break. Present tense, break. For example, don't give it to him. He always breaks it. Don't give it to him. He always breaks it. All right. Past tense. Not breaked, but broke. Broke. For example, I think I broke my leg. Fuck, I think I broke my leg, man. I think I broke it. Past participle. Broken. Broken. For example, I've broken too many bones to try that. All right. Maybe your friend invites you to go bungee jumping. Why would somebody ever go bungee jumping? Somebody please explain it to me. Anyway, maybe your friend invites you to go bungee jumping. Says, hey, man, let's go jump off a cliff with a bungee cord attached to our leg. And you're like, man, I've broken too many bones to even try that. I'm good. No, thanks. Right. All right. Next verb on the list. Choose. To choose means to select from a number of possibilities. That's all it means. It's another word for select. All right. So in the present tense, choose. For example, she always chooses her favorite students. She always chooses her favorite students. Past tense, chose, not choosed, chose. For example, I don't know why he chose to be a singer. He should have been an architect or a doctor or a landscaper or something like that. I don't know why he chose to be a singer. Past participle, chosen, 
chosen. For example, I've been chosen to represent our country, right? I've been chosen to represent my country in the Olympic Games. I've been chosen, right? I've been selected. That's the idea. Cool. Next verb on the list, drive. Drive. And this word also has multiple definitions, but I'm trying to keep it simple for the sake of this episode. So to drive means to cause and guide the movement of, typically of a vehicle or an animal or something like that. For example, we drive a car or we drive a bus or we drive a boat or something like that. All right. Just means to be in control of the movement of this particular vehicle you are driving. Okay. So present tense drive. For example, he drives a different car every day, right? He's a millionaire. He's got 15 cars. He drives a different one every day because he's got it like that. He's balling, right? Past tense drove. For example, he drove to the store, but he walked home. He drove his car to the store, but he walked home. What's up with that, right? Past participle, driven, driven. For example, I've driven across the country three times, okay? Drive, drove, driven. Next verb on the list, let's see here. Eat, eat, a very, very, very common verb. We use it probably every day, so it's important to master this one. And to eat just means to take into the mouth and to swallow, Essentially, that's what it means. So, present tense. I never watch TV while I eat my dinner. I never watch TV while I eat my dinner. Past tense. I can't believe she ate nine slices of pizza for lunch. All right, so again, this one is really important. Don't say eated or aided or ate or anything like that. Past tense, ate. Okay? Past participle, eaten. And this is another one of those words that we wouldn't really say eaten. Some people do, and there's nothing wrong with that if you want to pronounce the word that way. But I would say, in my experience in the U.S., for example, we would say eaten. Eaten. For example, have you eaten today? Have you eaten today? Okay, so present tense, eat. Past tense, ate. Past participle, eaten. Next verb on the list is fall. Fall. To fall just means to drop down suddenly to a lower position. Okay. There's a there's a more complete definition that you can find online, but if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that there's really not that much space for the whole definition. Okay. All right, let's continue. So present tense. Fall. For example, every year the leaves fall from the trees. And just in case you didn't know, in the US we have well, in the whole world, right? But in the U.S., in English, when we're describing the seasons of the year, we have winter, spring, summer, and fall. Now, in the U.K., I think it's a little bit more common to say winter, spring, summer, autumn. But to me, just me, autumn sounds a little bit more formal. It's not so common. It makes perfect sense. You can say it if you want. It's just not so common in my experience, all right? And that's the reason. Actually, let me not tell you the wrong thing. I think that's the reason we call it fall is because the leaves fall from the trees during that season anyway has nothing to do with this episode so let's get back on track present tense fall every year the leaves fall from the trees past tense fell not falled but fell f-e-l-l for example she fell because she wasn't paying attention she fell because she wasn't paying attention past participle fallen Fallen. For example, I have fallen 
and I can't get up. When I was when I was preparing this episode and I, I thought of that example, it made me think of uh, the Life Alert commercial. I don't know if this is an international thing, but here in the U.S. we had this, I guess we still have this product called Life Alert, which is this little electronic device that uh, elderly people wear around their neck like a necklace. And if they're at home alone, like they don't live with their children or they don't have a spouse, somebody to help them during the day. If they fall or they're in, a, in an emergency, they're in danger, they press this little button on the device and it calls like the police or the fire department or their relatives to let them know, hey, this old person's in trouble. And there's, there's this famous scene in the commercial for the life alert. This woman's on the ground. She's like, I've fallen and I can't get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. We're sending help immediately, Mrs. Fletcher. See? Protect yourself with life call and you're never alone. That's probably, I guess, you know, you probably don't think that's funny, like an old lady on the ground, but it's just a commercial. All right. Relax. Relax. Anyway, fall, fell, fallen, past or excuse me, present, past, past participle. Let's move on. All right. We're getting off the rails here. Next word on the list. Forget. Forget. And to forget just means to cease or fail to remember, to stop remembering, all right? Now, present tense, forget. For example, I always forget to lock the door before I leave. I always forget to lock the door before I leave. You know, when I was in college, I actually had the opposite problem, like multiple times, multiple times. I would lock the door before leaving my apartment and leave my keys inside. Multiple times, I locked my keys inside my apartment. Like a fucking idiot. Like a fucking idiot, man. Like multiple times. You would think after one or two times, you would learn your lesson and just never leave the house without the keys, but not Tony Kaizen. No. Anyway, present tense, forget. Past tense, forgot. Forgot, okay? For example, I can't believe she forgot about my birthday. I can't believe she forgot about my birthday, man. Past participle, forgotten, forgotten. This is another one of those words where you need to pay attention to the pronunciation because you could say forgotten, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I believe, at least in the U.S., the more natural or more common pronunciation would be forgotten. For example, have you forgotten what that woman did for you? Have you forgotten what that woman did for you? Have you forgotten what that woman did for you? So ungrateful. All right. Anyway, next verb on the list. Freeze. Freeze. And to freeze, this one also has multiple definitions, but I'm keeping it simple. So the most common and basic definition of the word freeze is to become hardened into ice or into a solid, normally because of a severe drop in temperature. Right. So you put water in the freezer temperature is extremely low and it slowly turns into a solid which is ice okay freeze so present tense freeze for example water freezes at 32 degrees fahrenheit water freezes at 32 degrees fahrenheit past tense the past tense of the verb freeze is froze not freezed but froze okay for example i wasn't going to cook the meat today so i froze it I wasn't going to cook the meat today, so I froze it. All right? I'll cook it later. Now, past participle. 
frozen. Frozen. For example, some people like their coffee frozen. Some people like their coffee frozen. And I guess that's not really a, a, a logical sentence because really, I should say some people like their coffee iced. That's the more natural way to express that. Like you have hot coffee, traditional coffee, but here in the U.S. at least, it's very common to find iced coffee, which is coffee that's meant to be um, consumed cold or with ice, you know? So it's not technically frozen, but it's grammatically correct. It just doesn't make much sense, frozen coffee, but the sentence is grammatically correct, just for the example, all right? Cool. So let's move on. The next verb on the list is get. And I know this is everybody's favorite verb because it means 10,000 different things depending on the context. And then when you start adding prepositions and adverbs and things like that, it gets even more fun. Right. But for the sake of this episode and this example, the basic definition of the word get is basically to receive or to come to have possession of. All right, maybe that doesn't even make much sense, but really the definition isn't so important right now, and I'll probably end up making an entire episode just about get to help you with that in the future. All right, so let's focus on just the verb tenses right now. So, present tense, get. I get my clothes from Walmart. Now, another way you could say that is I buy my clothes from Walmart. The place where I purchase my clothes is Walmart. That's where I get them. Okay, I go into the store and I get it or them right? Past tense, got, not get it, but got. For example, she got a new car for her birthday. So another way to say that is she received a new car for her birthday. Same thing, all right? Now, past participle, gotten. Another one of those words, because you could say gotten, totally fine, but I would say gotten. For example, we've gotten so many offers this year, Right. Maybe we're selling our house or something like that. And, you know, it's a it's a really hot market. So everybody's trying to offer us money for our house. We've gotten so many offers. We've received so many offers this year. Okay. All right. So present, past, participle, get, got, gotten. All right. That's another one. All these verbs on this list are important to remember and master and use. But I think eat and get so far, those two are extremely important because we use them literally every single day. All right, cool. So next verb on the list is give, give. And to give, again, there's a more complete definition than what you can see here on the screen if you're watching this on YouTube, but a very, very, very basic, simple definition of the word give is to present voluntarily, right? Like for example, I can give you my pen. Present tense, give. For example, they give money to charity every year. Just in case you don't know, charity is like those organizations that help underprivileged people or impoverished people and things like that. Past tense, gave. For example, who gave you that jacket? Right? Who gave you that jacket? Oh, my friend gave it to me. You know, he's, uh, he's from France. He's from Paris. And he gave me a jacket from his favorite football team. I'm not a PSG fan. I'm a United fan, by the way. Don't forget it. Go United. Anyway, past participle. Given. Given. For example, when was the last time you were given a hug? When was the last time you were given a hug, man? You need a hug. You need some love. You need some affection, bro. You need a hug. All right. So present, past, participle. Give, gave, given. Cool. 
Next verb on the list is hide. Hide. And this means to conceal from sight. That's the most basic definition. So, present tense. Hide. She always hides the presence from him. Past tense. Not hided, but hid. The past tense is hid. For example, she hid under the stairs for an hour. Now, the participle, hidden. Hidden. For example, we've hidden money all over this city. Next verb on the list is mistake. Mistake. And... This is actually a noun and a verb, so you can make a mistake. So in that case, it would be a noun, but it's also a verb. So to mistake means to make an error in action or calculation or judgment. All right. So present tense, mistake. For example, people always mistake my kindness for weakness. People always confuse the fact that I'm a kind person with the the idea that I might be a weak person. You might hear that that phrase or that expression a lot, actually, in movies and music or things like that. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Okay, Just because I'm a nice guy doesn't mean I'm weak. So don't get it confused. Don't have an error in calculation or judgment. All right. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. All right. Past tense. Mistook. Not mistaked. Mistook. For example, I'm sorry. I mistook you for this girl I know. So maybe you're walking in the streets and you see this girl, you think you know her. You're like, hey, what's up, Jessica? And she looks, she's like, who the fuck are you? I don't know you. And my name's not Jessica. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. I mistook you for somebody else. I confused you for somebody else. I thought you were somebody else. My mistake, right? Which leads us to the participle, mistaken. Mistaken. So you can say, oh, I'm sorry. I was mistaken. Or another example, you have me mistaken for someone else, right? So I could say, I'm sorry, I mistook you for somebody else. She's like, yeah, you have me mistaken for somebody else. All right, the next verb on the list is ride. Ride, and to ride means to sit on and or manage some type of animal or vehicle that is in motion. Most of the time, it's going to be a horse. We ride a horse. We don't walk on a horse. We don't drive a horse. We ride a horse, which is essentially driving, but for something that you're sitting on, like a horse, for example. The only other context that I think is the most common, it would be like a motorcycle. We also ride motorcycles. We don't necessarily say, I drive a motorcycle, or I drive a bike, or I drive a horse. We say, I ride. Okay, so for something with a steering wheel, like a car or a bus or something, we would say drive. But anything that you sit on, like a horse or a bike, Um, skateboard, things like that, you would ride, even though you don't sit on a skateboard. But anyway, not the point. Present tense, ride. Okay, for example, they ride the bus to work every morning, which is different from drive. If I'm driving, I'm controlling the movement of the bus. If I'm just riding the bus, it means I'm a passenger. Okay, so they ride the bus to work every morning. Past tense, road. Road, R-O-D-E. And Here's an example. I rode a horse for the first time yesterday. I rode a horse for the first time yesterday. The participle, ridden. Ridden. Okay? For example, have you ever ridden a motorcycle? Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? So, ride, present. Rode, past. Ridden, participle. 
The next verb on the list is see, S-E-E, see, which just means to perceive with the eyes or to look at, okay? So, present tense. I see opportunities where others don't. Past tense. Saw, S-A-W, saw. For example, I saw her at the mall yesterday. I saw her at the mall yesterday. All right? Participle, seen. Seen. For example, have you seen Tony's new video? Hey, man, you seen Tony's new video? That shit is awesome, man. That boy, Kaizen. Man. That man is awesome. Yeah. All right? So, present, see. Past, saw. Participle, seen. S-E-E-N. This one is also extremely important because we literally use it every single day. It's important to master this one. All right? Cool. So, next verb on the list is shake. Shake. And this means to move with short, irregular movements. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see to shake like this. I'm shaking my pen. Moving it very rapidly with irregular movements. They're very short. I'm shaking. Okay? That's what it means to shake. So, present tense, shake. For example, he shakes his drink before opening it. Past tense, shook. Shook, okay? For example, I don't like the way he shook my hand. Now, I don't know how you might say this in your language, but in English, I just explained to you what shake means, which is with short, irregular movements like that. If you're watching this, you can see what I'm saying. But also, when you meet somebody for the first time and you extend your hand, expecting them to extend their hand and you guys embrace each other's hands and you go like this. If you're just listening, I'm sorry that you can't see what I'm doing. But when you first meet somebody, just imagine what you might do. In many cultures, it's very common to shake hands, to grab the other person's hand, to squeeze it not too hard and say, hello, nice to meet you. My name is right. So this if you're watching, you can see this right here is shaking somebody's hand. So that's what I mean when I say I don't like the way he shook my hand. Right, he squeezed my hand too hard, or he shook my hand too hard, or something like that. All right, so that's past tense. Now, the participle is shaken. Shaken, for example, the whole city was shaken to its core. The whole city was shaken to its core. Maybe there was a giant earthquake or something like that, and everything shook right down to its core. Right, city was destroyed. All right. Cool. Next verb on the list. We're almost done, y'all. We're almost done. Next verb on the list is speak. Speak. Another important verb. And it just means to communicate vocally. Like right now, I'm speaking to you. Okay? So, present tense is speak. For example, everybody listens when he speaks. Past tense. Spoke. Not speaked, but spoke. For example, she spoke to us as if we were children. She spoke to us as if we were children, man. Now, another verb that I guess you could use is talk, right? She talked to us as if we were children, and it's essentially the same thing. I'm not going to get into the difference between speak, talk, and say, and things like that in this episode, but it's definitely something I can do in the future if you would like me to, all right? So, participle, spoken, spoken. For example, truer words have never been spoken. Now, this is a little more advanced sentence because of that first word, I think, truer. And this is obviously a real word. And what it means is more true. Okay, so another way to say that is uh, words that were more true than those have never been spoken. Again, it's, it's kind of an advanced, complicated 
unnecessary way to say something, but it makes perfect sense to me. Truer words have never been spoken, which means words that were as true as those ones have never been spoken. Cool. Next verb on the list is steal. Steal, which means to take without permission. That's all it means. So present tense. Here's an example. Politicians steal from this country every day. All right. Past tense. Stole. Stole, not stealed, but stole. For example, I can't believe she stole my car. Man, I can't believe she stole my car. She stole my car. Damn, man. Just stole my car. All right. Participle. Stolen. Stolen. For example, his identity has been stolen. Somebody stole his identity. It has been stolen. All right. Present tense. Steal. Past tense. Stole. Participle. Stolen. All right. Next verb on the list is take. To take just means to get into one's possession. All right. So here's an example. Present tense. Here. Take this. Right. Here. Take this. That's what a lot of times we'll say when we want somebody to take something. (laughs) We say, here, take this. Again, if you're just listening, you can't see what I'm doing. But if you're watching, hopefully that makes sense. We'll say, here, take this, right? All right, past tense of take is took, T-O-O-K, took. For example, she took my favorite jacket. Participle of the verb to take is taken. Taken, all right? For example, I've taken seven different pills in the last seven hours. I've taken seven different pills in the last seven hours. So, present tense, take. Past tense, took. Participle, taken. All right, last verb on the list, number 20, is right. And not R-I-G-H-T, that's different. W-R-I-T-E. Right. That's the verb I'm talking about. And to write just means to trace or to form characters or letters or words on a surface. Most of the time, paper. But I guess you can write on the walls or write on a person or something like that. But you get the idea. So, present tense, write. W-R-I-T-E. For example, I write a letter to my brother every week. Okay? Past tense, not write it, but wrote. W-R-O-T-E. For example, She never wrote her name on the paper. She never wrote her name on the paper. Participle. Written. W-R-I-T-T-E-N. Written. Another one of those words with the funky pronunciation. Because you could say written, and that's fine. But I would say written. Written. Okay? For example, he has written many books during his career. He has written many books during his career. Okay? Write, wrote, written, present, past, participle. Now, like I said at the beginning of the episode, there are many, 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 many irregular English verbs, but this is just a list of 20 of what I think are the most common and the most important to master because we use them basically every single day. All right. So just remember that it's very important to practice what you learn. Don't turn off this podcast and go back to scrolling on your phone or watching TV or something like that. Remember, to practice, write some sentences on paper, 
It's very important for your memory. Use them with your language exchange partner or whatever you need to do. Just remember to put these words into practice. All right. But that's it for now, my friend. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. And as always, thank you so much for your time and your attention. This is Life in English. I'm Tony Kaizen. And I'll talk to you later. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.